Listener Production. Please leave your message after the tone. Why am I jealous of my ex? I am so stressed all the time. How do I get into a routine? Is TikTok making me anxious? I think I'm being manipulated. Someone told me you could live with half a brain. This is Do You Fucking Mind? Mindset Hacks for a Badass Life. Hosted by me, Alexis Fernandez. Hello, my beautiful beans, and welcome to the episode of today. So today we're going to be talking about, I haven't really nailed the the title of the episode as I'm recording this, but it's around the idea of how to truly become more carefree, okay? I feel like a lot of the questions that I get, people are always, they want to be carefree, they want to feel more relaxed about things, they want to be more easygoing, who doesn't, who doesn't want to have anxiety all the, who doesn't sorry, not want to have anxiety all the time. You know, there's all these things that we want for ourselves, but then we can't avoid feeling stressed about something, feeling anxious, feeling like we have to control all the things around us, feeling like we are struggling to gain control on something. Like, how can I relax? How can I be carefree? There's all this shit going on. So how does one become more carefree? And it's obviously possible because if you look at the people around you that you know, there are people who stress all the time, who are uptight, which I'll go into kind of exactly what that is, who, you know, uh, they, they, they freak out about something. They're always thinking about something. They're always, their mind is always racing. They're always trying to control all these tiny things. And then there's the other people that seem quite relaxed and quite, you know, and you think, well, is the relaxed person's life falling apart? No. Do they seem happier? Yes. Do they seem to be more relaxed and have good quality of life? Yes. So it's, I think we've got this feeling that, in order for things to not break down, I've got to be a certain way. But you look at someone else who's a lot more relaxed about something and who's got a different attitude when they approach certain things in their life and it's their life isn't falling apart, everything seems to be going well. What is the difference here? Why is there a difference? So that's what I'm going to be talking about. And hopefully if you're someone that would like to release the reins a bit and feel a bit more carefree in your life, hopefully you can take some tips from this episode and it can help you. So firstly, let's talk about what I mean by carefree. So carefree is not sweating the small stuff and it's it's these little things that you're not being stressed about or it's the details of things that you actually don't have control over and not letting it affect you and not letting it like take over your entire day. So it's obviously got nothing to do with like not caring about the important things in your life. I don't think anyone has a goal to be like, I don't want to give a flying fuck about my partner or about my dog or my job. I don't give a fuck. It's that's definitely not carefree. Carefree is the things that truly matter. The priorities in my life are still going to be important, but how do I stress less about all these other things and just have more of a go with the flow attitude and not let things get to me so much. Okay. That is what I'm referring to. So we're going to be focusing on your approach, how you approach things, how you how to not catastrophize so much. You know, a lot of people, you know, when they, when they talk about being carefree, and, and I've got I've asked questions about this on my social media before. People say, "I wish I didn't stress over things that I couldn't change. I wish my approach was more relaxed. I wish I was, you know, didn't ruminate or didn't catastrophize so much. I wish I didn't make up scenes in my head. I wish I didn't get pre annoyed. That's a really big one." Someone asked me once, can you cover an episode on being pre-annoyed? And I I literally have to do a whole episode on it because it's such a great question. But it's this idea where you basically make up what the scenario or the outcome is going to be before it even happens. And then you've created this scenario in your head and then you've gotten really annoyed about this imaginary outcome. 
and it's really hard to like step down of that. It's like when you imagine an argument with your partner and you just know how they're going to answer based on how they always answer and then you're really pissed off. And then by the time you approach them, instead of being like, hey, can we talk about this? You'll be like, ah, fucking, yeah, da, 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 and you're just angry because you presume what they're going to say and then you're annoyed about your presumed answer, that kind of stuff. So how do we just, whew, how do we shake that energy off? Okay. Firstly, let's look, I actually looked up the definition of uptight, what it means to be uptight. And its definition is anxious or angry in a tense and overly controlled way. Okay. So where does all of this stuff stem from and why is this happening? And without getting into the reasoning behind like where stress comes from in general, because that's a whole nother can of worms, I want to cover how you can be, begin to not let things affect you so much in general. So where is all of this coming from? As always, drum roll, big surprise or no surprise, it comes from your relationship with yourself. It comes from how you perceive yourself, how you perceive your abilities, everything Everything that you perceive in your life is painted by the same brush of how you treat yourself. Does that even make sense? I hope so. But basically all your perceptions, everything you experience, everything you presume, everything you stress about, the way you interpret life, the world, others around you is painted or, or you know, tinted with the same energy of what you give yourself. So if you're someone who has a lack of control over yourself, if you struggle to find discipline or consistency or balance within your life, you're likely going to be trying to seek for it elsewhere. You're not going to find it anywhere else. You're going to try and find it somewhere else to fill in what you're missing within yourself. Okay. If you struggle to validate yourself, you're going to try and find validation in other people. Okay. If you feel really worthless within yourself, you're going to try and find your self-worth in things outside of yourself. Whatever you lack within yourself, a lot of people, if you lack something within yourself, you try and seek it and get it from outside of yourself instead of trying to build it within yourself, which is what we all should be doing. And you'll notice that with people who really try and like swing their dick around with power and try and be all powerful and, oh, fuck, and try and control other people and love being in power, these people likely feel that they themselves, there's an insecurity there. If someone's always trying to be the dominant one, be in power, control other people around them, control you, people in relationships who are super controlling, there is an issue within themselves. There's an insecurity within themselves where they don't feel like they, their life is going the way they want it to go, where they're dissatisfied with their life, where there's this lack of control in their life. If you are truly happy with your life and the direction of where it's going, not to say that your life has to be perfect because no life is perfect, but if you're happy with what you're working with and if you're satisfied and if you're happy with your decisions and happy with your growth and happy with how you learn things and how, how you recover from mistakes and you're happy in your own skin, I can guarantee you, you are not out there trying to control how someone else lives their life. Guarantee that for sure. Okay. So when, when you're in a relationship with someone who's trying to control you, that says a lot about their relationship with themselves. No genuinely happy person in their own skin is out there trying to control somebody else. So knowing that, how do we flip that into what I'm talking about here and how, how to become more carefree? Carefree is not needing to have to control every single thing around you. So really it comes down to control, okay? If I'm relaxed, 
I don't have to control you. I don't have, have to control this outcome. I don't have to control the weather. I don't have to control that everything has to be perfect. It's okay. It's kind of like I'm okay with multiple different outcomes happening. I'm okay with the fact that given that I don't have control over this thing and I never will be able to have control, I will only focus on what I can have control over. There's only so much I can do. There's only so much I can do to prepare. If I'm preparing an event, yeah, I'll have a wet weather alternative. And then that's it. Me stressing like, is it going to rain on my wedding? Is it going to rain? Is it going to rain? Is it going to rain? Where's that going to get you? All you can do is is do what is within your control. And then whatever's not within your control, you can either choose to ruminate and stress about it or not. Now, the way to stress less about the things you genuinely can't control is by focusing on the things that you can control within your life. The more control you have over yourself, your mind, your day, your freedom, your autonomy, your habits, your behaviors, all of that, the more carefree you're going to be in every other area of your life. If you feel like right now you are in a position where your life is falling apart, where you're like, I've... I don't know what I want in my life. I have no direction. I'm not happy with my physical health. I'm not happy with my mental health. I hate my career. I hate where I live. I've just been dumped. Then you're likely not going to be carefree because you're in a position right now where you feel relatively powerless and you're not satisfied with your life. But if you're in this position, do not despair because many of us have been in that position. If you are in this position, instead of instead of thinking, God, everything's stressing me out, everything, pause shift the focus and bring it back into you and look at your life right now and say, while I might not be happy with where my life is right now, what could I change? What can I take control over? How can I bring the power back to me to change how I feel about my life situation right now, to change how I interpret the world around me? And there's so many things that you can do and it starts with controlling the things that you can control within yourself. Now, let's talk about control for a moment because control, we we have this need for control. Everyone does because control equals security. And if you're somebody that says, I don't have to control anything, I don't control absolutely anything in my life. Is that true though? Is it true that you control nothing in your life? Because we all need to feel a sense of security. And the reason people are not carefree, the reason people are uptight is because they're trying to find security in something so they can feel secure. Now you either provide it for yourself or you seek it elsewhere, but we all seek security. People that are really securely, have a secure attachment and who feel really comfortable and are risk takers and and are vulnerable and put themselves out there, they get their security from their own internal behaviors. But everybody needs control to feel secure. So you either control yourself and then you're more carefree or you don't have control over yourself and then you're trying to control all the little details. So that way you're trying to be like, okay, this is all and now I can feel secure. The same as in a, in a relationship where a partner is really controlling. Can I check your phone? I need, to, I need to show me your phone, show me this, show me that. They're trying to feel secure. They need control. And when they have control, even if it's for a fleeting moment, they get that security, they have their need met and they can relax for a little bit. Then all is peachy and fucking rainbows and sunshine until tomorrow. And then the same cycle repeats itself. But all of us, every human needs control over something in order to feel secure. Okay. So when you ask, how do I be more carefree? 
Where am I getting my control? Where am I getting my security, my sense of security from? And if it's not from yourself, you are likely not going to be carefree. So let's break down this need for control and the, and the importance of it and when you can get it. Because you also don't want to be this like dry leaf floating around with no worries, but also no direction in life whatsoever. That's not what we're here for. We want direction. We want a purpose. We want to achieve things in our life. And for that, and we want to feel certain things. And for that, we need control. So let's look at a few examples. You can control. There's a lot of things that is within your, that are within your control, but the, the total outcome is not. So for example, when you're working on a assignment, you could be, what you can control is the work you do when you're working on the assignment. If you're then stressing about the assignment when you're out of the house, when you're out socializing, you're now fixating on something that you have zero control over. Until you're back at your desk working on this thing, you're, you don't have control. And I used to do that as well. I would be working on an assignment, you know, oh, God, this is really hard. It's going to require a lot of work. It's going to this, it's going to that. And then I would go out and socialize or try and like, you know, take my mind off, the, off what I was thinking about. And my mind will be stressing. Oh, I've got to get that thing done. I've got to. So what can I control here? I can control how much time I dedicate to the task. I can control when I hand in the assignment. I can control how much extra time I study. But if I'm not doing those factors to control it, really me thinking about it outside of the home is just causing me suffering. That's all it's doing. The same thing as if you're trying to, to organize an event, there's only so many things that you can control. And then there's a bunch that you won't be able to control. You can't control if people are definitely going to rock up. You can't control the weather. You can't control, you know, if someone's going to be late. You can't, there's all these things, okay? So you have to always keep your focus on what you can control and remind yourself that because the simple act of reminding yourself, when you start to spiral, think, wait a minute, stop, what's actually in my control? And then you say, well, I could spend another hour tomorrow doing this. I've got another spare. Okay, good. Now I feel a lot better because I can control how much time I dedicate to this task. And tomorrow I've got another extra hour. I'm going to slot it in there. I feel a lot calmer. If you're looking at an event and you think, oh, but what if this happens? What is that? It's like, well, I've done everything I can control. Everything I'm thinking about now, I can't. Let's focus on what I can control. Just the naming of what is it, the conscious awareness of this is in my control, this is not, already starts to talk starts to talk you off that ledge of stress. Okay. So be aware, always remind yourself what is in my control and what realistically is just not within my control, no matter what I do, that will already start to make you feel better because then it keeps you in a proactive state. Sometimes you'll look at a situation and you're like, wait a minute, I'm depending on way too many things that are not in my control right now. How can I shift the needle the other way? What could I do? to be more in control, that actually is more in control, not manipulating someone else's behavior because that's not real control. What could I do? And then you start thinking, oh, well, I could prepare a little bit better. I could maybe call in like a plan B option. Now I've put all these parameters in place where, where I have been able to have an input in and now I feel a lot better, okay? Every time you can do something where you are actively, genuinely contributing to real control, you start to feel a lot better. So there's two types of control. There's good real control and then there's fake control. And we're going to be focusing on increasing the good real control so you can be carefree about everything else in your life. Good control is the things that, A, you literally can control that's actually within the realm of possibility of controlling it. And B, when you control it, it feels good and it benefits you long term. Not let me check your phone. I've checked your phone. Okay, I feel good. But then three hours later, I need to check your phone again. That doesn't make you feel good long-term. So I'm talking about habits, routines, shit like that. You know, how much 
time I've spent on this task and now I feel good. That's stuff that you can control that makes you feel good in the long term, okay? How you talk to yourself, shit like that. Fake control is the things that you try and control but you ultimately don't have control over. The main one, of course, is other people and also things where other factors can't be determined by you. So, for example, you know, how likely you are of getting the the promotion. There's a whole bunch of things that are in your control, but you don't know how well the other person's prepared for it. You don't know if the person who's giving the promotion has a second agenda or not. There's only so much you can control, okay? Now, the more real good control you have, the more trust you have within yourself because you can rely on yourself more, you can take more risks, you can take more freedoms, you can take more, you know, leaps of faith, you can be more spontaneous, you can be more adventurous in your life because all the things that could be legitimately within your control, you are focusing on, okay? If you use all your energy into controlling things you can't really control, then you've wasted so much of this energy that could be used to control the things that can better your life, that can equal growth, it can equal, you know, expansion, evolving, learning, all the things that you want in order to achieve genuine happiness. Now I'm going to use someone as an example. So this person, her name's Frankie. She's, so Giselle, you guys, she's been on my podcast before, my cousin Giselle. Frankie is Giselle's wife. They just got married a couple of months ago and it's so weird to call them wives, but I'm so excited. Best wedding. Anyway, Frankie is a perfect example of someone who is genuinely carefree. So she's a very organized woman, okay? Very organized. She's extremely tidy. She's very neat. She's immaculate. Her nails are always great. Her hair is always great. She's always, you know, smells great, great, well-dressed. You go into their home and it is immaculate. She has not just, it's not just clean because it is very clean and it's not just tidy, but she's put so much love and care into this home. You walk in and it's a home. And of course, Giselle has contributed obviously. But Frankie's, you know, she's, she's just got everything under control, right? And she also, when, when you're organizing trips, she's so organized. She's like, yep, done. This is done. I booked this, booked that, booked that, that's organized. It's all done. When they were planning their wedding, she had most of it pretty much organized a month out from the wedding. And she's like, yeah, that's done. That's done. There's nothing. It's all done. It's all organized. You know, it is what it is. And she also is the least stressed person, probably on par with Tyrone, she's the least stressed person I've ever met. She doesn't stress, right? And people say, why aren't you stressed about this? Aren't you stressed about that? And she literally responds, why would I stress? What's the point? And I, when I hear her say that, I'm like, that is such a fucking good attitude because what she's talking about here is what is the point of stressing over something I can't control? Because people are like, but the wedding's coming up. What if, you know, have you planned for everything? Are you stressed? Are you stressed about the wedding? And she's like, well, I've already organized everything that is to be organized. I've already done everything I can do. Why am I going to stress now? Like, what am I stressing about? What, why? You know, she's so calm. She's so carefree. She's spontaneous. She's adventurous. She will, you know, I'll, I'll invite Giselle and Frankie to do things and they're always up for a good time. They're always doing this adventure, doing this. They're always having fun. So while initially you might think, but that's so structured and so organized. No, she's extremely carefree and she's spontaneous and adventurous. But it's because she, I, I believe that she has created a way of controlling the things in her life that bring her peace, peace of mind, structure, discipline, clarity. And because all of these things are lined up perfectly that she can control, so she's got like a good, you know, everything's clean, tidy, it looks good, she feels good in her space, she feels calm, she's got like this structure to her life. 
It allows for so much more freedom in all the other areas of her life. Okay. So there's a lot that can be learned from that. If you're someone that's always trying to control other things around you, no wonder you're not carefree because you're fixating on things that you ultimately could never control anyway. Okay. So how can you bring the focus back to what can I control in my home today that's going to make me feel good? Could I tidy this space? Could I rearrange this thing? What can I do to make my life easier? What can I streamline? Can I streamline some possessions? Can I fix my email inbox? Can I reply to these things and get that done out of the way? Can I create a bit of a budget? Can I automate some systems within my life? What can I control so I feel a sense of security? And when you feel secure in your own home of your own head, that is when you can take risks. That is when you can be adventurous. That is when you can be spontaneous. That's when you can do the things that really bring you joy and excitement and passion and all these things. If you have no security within yourself, you will be a prisoner. You'll be a hostage to scenarios in your life. Some will be good, some will be bad, but it'll be a bit of a lottery. You need to regain control and bring it back to you. Now, of course, this is going to be a lot easier for some people than it is for others. Other people are really going to struggle with this because they've not been used to doing it. But there's a whole bunch of things that you can do to start to turn that thing around. Firstly, practice makes perfect. So nothing's going to be perfect and you're not going to get instant results for the most part, but you're going to see some great results very, very quickly if you just start implementing some change. Okay. And the beauty about it is there's a lot of behavioral interventions that you can do. Cause a lot of people say to me, yeah, but I, I'm, I'm stuck in my ways. I think this way, I think this way. And thoughts are some of the hardest things to change. So change your behavior first and your thoughts will follow. That's the beauty of it. When you can discipline the body, you can discipline the mind. That's why I always say that anything that requires the body, if you can train yourself to be disciplined physically, becomes a lot more easier to become disciplined in the mind. Physical discipline is such a great precursor to mental discipline because it kind of, you don't even realize it, but as you're doing something physically, whether it's some behavior, a habit, whether it's exercise, whatever it is, but it's a physical behavior, your mind starts to evolve with it. Okay. So let's look at some things that you can do. Of course, we've got morning routines. Love that so much. I could, I could literally talk about a morning routine every single day in my life, any kind of routine. That adds structure to your life. I'm talking about getting rid of things in your life that don't serve you. That's a huge fucking power play being like, I don't need this and I will be the one that's removing it. I'm not going to wait for it to, you know, exit my life whenever it's not, you know, I'm doing it. I'm getting rid of this, you know, unhealthy relationship or if these possessions that could go somewhere else or don't serve me. I'm the one who's doing these things. Self-care rituals, a ritual where you legitimately are. And this could be a, a great self-care ritual is waking up 10 minutes early and just sitting in silence, making yourself a tea, sitting outside. Unbelievable. That's control. I've owned my morning. I was at an event once where I was work, uh, talking on a panel and there were two other women on the panel and one of them was a mother. And she was saying that the thought of waking up earlier when she's so tired with her kids was just unbearable, unfathomable. But then she started one day being like, I don't have any alone time. She really young kids. She's like, I don't have any, any alone time. So what if I just woke up 15 minutes earlier, even though I hate waking up that early, but I'm going to do it and see if it makes me feel different. So she started waking up 15 minutes earlier when everyone was still asleep and she would just sit alone for like 15 minutes in the morning, make herself a tea and relax and just be alone. She'd sometimes journal, she'd sometimes read, but she's just alone in silence. And she said that that completely transformed the person that she'd show up in that day. She felt like she really had control over herself because she had that peace and that clarity for herself to start the day. 
and she gave that time to herself. So that's another great thing that you can implement as well. Like I said, physical discipline, start doing something with your body daily or very regularly that shows I can control this outcome. So you could say, I want to be able to do five full body push-ups or whatever it is, 10 push-ups off my day, whatever it is, but pick a physical thing and being like, I'm doing it and I'm doing it every day. Or it doesn't even have to be a goal. You could just be like, every time I wake up, I am going to walk around the block. That's it. That's the, and then you notice this is control. I have control over that thing. And I did that fucking thing. And now I'm a bit more disciplined. What else could I do? What else could I have control over? I'm never going to go to bed with out stacking the dishwasher, for example. I'm never, and you have these like behavioral bits of discipline will transform how your mind operates. Use your body as a tool. Use your physical body as a way to teach your emotional mind, discipline, control, habits, rituals, all of the above. Okay. And another thing that I wanted to kind of, as I come to the end of this episode, one thing that I really want you to realize is it's this false idea that controlling other things around us gives us power because it doesn't. It blinds us, it doesn't give us clarity and it wastes our time. Not controlling other people, not controlling things around you actually gives you the power of knowledge. Not controlling your partner's actions allows your partner to act how they organically feel is right, what they think is the right way to act. And then you can see their real behavior and decide if it's a good match for you or if it's not. It's not about they're an asshole, they're this or that. Sometimes you see how someone just lives their life and you think, are we compatible? Is this actually a compatible thing? Instead of you saying, but I want you to do this and you got to It's okay to voice your needs, but to always be trying to change someone to to be your representative or operate the, the way you see fit, that gets exhausting and you actually sometimes, sometimes people end up feeling a little bit intimidated or they'll behave a certain way in a relationship just to appease you, but in reality it's not really how they would behave. So by not controlling someone, you get to see them for who they really are and for what they are really willing to show you and what they're really willing to give or not give. By controlling someone, it temporarily forces them to be how you want them to be, but it ultimately delays the inevitable and it wastes your time. Okay. So the same thing comes to cheating. If someone wants to cheat, is that not as bad as them actually cheating? Like if I was controlling my partner so much and because I was watching my partner like a hawk, they never cheated. I'm like, oh, see, well, you know, it pays off. You didn't cheat because, you know, me keeping an eye on you, me keeping you in check. And, and, you know, now we're, you know, this, this happy monogamous couple that's never cheated on each other. Are you though? Because for me, if I found out that Tyrone wanted to cheat on me, but the only reason he didn't is because I was watching him like a hawk. To me, that's just as bad as the cheating. It's the intention, right? So I'm kind of like, what do I gain? What do I gain? If anything, and I know it sounds morbid, but I can say this because I speak from experience because I've been in multiple relationships where I've been cheated on. If anything, I'd rather you cheat on me sooner rather than later. If you're going to do it, rip the band-aid, can't do it. So then I can make a decision on what I want to do. Do you know what I mean? So I think like when you allow people to exist in how they're organically going to exist, then you truly learn the kind of partner that they are. You learn the friend that they are. You learn the colleague that they are. Let them be. And then their real sense, the real organic version of them will show itself to you. And then that is knowledge. And knowledge 
is power because then you could be like, now I really know what I'm working with and now I can make the right decision for me. I can choose if I want you as like a, an acquaintance, as a friend, as a partner, as I can make a decision, an informed decision. I'm not controlling you and fucking forcing you into this fucking cube and squeezing the lid on. No, I'm just letting you exist and I'm making a call based on how you're existing. Okay, that to me is real control not you controlling their behavior. That to me is carefree. Because when I look at my relationships now, obviously I choose to be with Tyrone, who's not a controlling person at all, because I've experienced the other version. And I, I really feel more secure in my relationship because I've done nothing to try and control him. So everything that I see in his behavior is, is in his heart. It's not because I've forced it or because I've, you know, it's because it's truly like we're just a good match and vice versa. He's not controlling it all, so I feel he, it's the same for him. And you're going to feel that way as you start to release this need to control other people or to control other situations around them. Things start to unfold organically and then you can choose how much you're going to interact with it or how little you're going to interact with it. It actually gives you so much more freedom in your life when you're only focusing on controlling what you do, how you interact, how you perceive the world, how you behave, your behaviors, everything, okay? And when you control those things, then it becomes a, a whole lot easier to be able to control your thoughts, your beliefs, your idea about the world and about yourself, what you're capable of achieving. All that starts to evolve as well. Start with the physical and the emotional will follow, okay? Guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope that you were able to implement some of that and put that into action. Put it into action. Put the wheels in motion. Get the gears clicked in, whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah, good times, good times. That is all for today's episode. Let's just be a bit more carefree. Let's focus on what, what's our business and whatever's not our business, not going to bother. Not going to bother. That is all. Love you guys so much. As always, remember, be kind to your brain, be kind to yourself. Don't take shit from anyone and especially don't take shit from yourself. Danke. Listener.